Welcome to another episode of Get Organized with Declutter Me with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. Today, my guest is Louisa Burden of I Heart Me. She helps people to be themselves, but better, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, you're here to share your expertise on to understand and overcome the influences of your past so that you can be fully present and a happier, healthier you. Welcome, Louisa. It's lovely to have you on the show. Oh, thank you, Shalina. It's lovely to be here. I am so excited to have you because like you're going to talk about negative emotions and it's something that I have to deal with so often with my clients. So I thought this would be great to just chat away, get to know more, get to find out how to get rid of them as well. So yeah, I'm so excited. So um, how did you start? Like, what did you do before you started this this business? Long ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Long ago. Um, as my mum told me once when I went home, um, she said, you know what? Ever since you were a young girl, you just said that you want to make people beautiful. And it, it kind of struck hard on me because I was, I was busy with I Heart Me. And I realized, but it is a beauty from inside. And um, I struggled um, with my own inside, the feelings that I had inside that I wasn't, I wasn't who I was really. But I remember when I was in high school, that um, when somebody was upset, I always wanted to make them happy. It's almost oh, like a bit nice. of a happy hunter, you know. Yeah. I want to make them feel good. I, I don't want to see them so sad. It really, mm, it broke me right. to see people unhappy because I thought that there's so much to be happy for. Right, okay. And um, and I think that was underlying, kind of brooding, you know, kind of boiling. And I started with somatology, which then is the study of human anatomy and physiology, oh, okay. gearing into cosmetology. So massage and facials and manicures, pedicures. And I, and when people come in, they looked a certain way. Yeah. And when they walked out, they were smiling and feeling good. And that was all exterior. Um, and then um, I took a break because there was babies. Right. And then um, and we babies, moved. Yeah, there was babies <laughs> and we moved country. And, and it was all kind of like maybe just again, you know, just putting it on the side burner. And then one day I saw this young girl in, um, in a community that I was driving through to go see a friend. And it was, it was sad to see her. It was, there was a confidence element there. There was something that maybe I saw in her that she was showing herself a certain way, but it wasn't who she was. Was so, this like on the street or? Yeah, she was standing in the road. I didn't know her. I don't oh, okay. know who she was. She was just standing there. And I thought there must be, and she was a teenage girl. Right, okay. And I thought, well, with what I have in, in, in beauty therapy, I can help them on the outside. To, to feel better, but I knew again there was something deeper. And now having RTT and knowing emotions, I know that from the inside out, we can be much happier than what we show. But I suppose with like, I mean, even when you were doing like the massages and the mani-pedi, that was helping them in a certain way and lifting them, even if internally they were not feeling great. I mean, I know that sometimes like yesterday I got my manicure done and I was feeling tired and exhausted but it lifts you and it does make you have a happier mood to have nice nails and stuff doesn't it yeah i think it's a little bit of self-improvement it's also a little bit of care for self and then also it's this nurturing you know somebody's spending time on me somebody's touching me that connection you know you 
even though you're not maybe speaking to the person or you're speaking to the person, it's just that feeling of being nurtured and connected that it's it's very it's a very very deep subconscious part that gets infused mm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you're right you're right and yeah and I think when people say they don't like that and they don't like people touching them I always think you definitely need that connection you definitely need someone to be touching you because they might it will help you I feel there's something no no, one hundred percent, Shalina. Yeah. I mean, what baby doesn't want to be held? Yeah, what baby? And that is our truest form. Yeah, when we were born, we were one hundred percent our call it what you want: spiritual self, true self, higher self, soul self. You can call it, but it was our higher self. So yeah, we yeah. we did what we did. Um, if you see a two year old, he she will do cartwheels and a dress, you know, uh, or he will want to have that because it's his. He yeah. wanted now, you know. We were we were functioning from a very deep, true self of us, and we want that connection. We are built for that connection, yeah, yeah. even when you know babies that struggle to take a breath the moment there's skin on skin contact. So we want that. It's only learned behavior where it says like, oh, no, 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 I'm not a touchy feeling mm. because we learn that we have to defend ourselves. We have to be uh, protected yeah. Yeah. because maybe something happened in our past that said touch is dangerous. Okay, yes. So that's the, re- yeah, that makes sense actually, yeah. So if they've gone for abuse or something like that, then yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And don't we all feel, I mean, if we're in a in a relationship or if we go home and mom gives us a hug or husband or wife just holds us, held us, you know, baby sitting next to us, child or however, we always feel better. We do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I have it with my cats. So when my cats come mm. and cuddle up next to me. Yeah. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, yeah, no. And they know when you're ill or when you're not feeling right. Like my two, one of them is not the most uh, cuddly. He doesn't come and cuddle up to me as often as the other one. But when he does, I know that it means more because he knows that I am needing his love. Uh, and like, sensing. Yeah, they and sense And can it. I tell you something? Sideline news. Yeah. <laughs> um, the vibration of cats purring yes. is the vibration of healing. So when uh, you say thank you for my healing and they lie wherever they lie, yeah, on your yeah, lap, oh God, on your yeah. chest, wherever. Receive that healing. They they there, and he does that because he knows something yeah. that you don't know yet. Yeah, no, they <laughs> or maybe do. do. Yeah, they do. And like, yeah, you you're right. Yeah, and I yeah, I just feel better. I wake up next to them, and I'm like, yes, I'm healed now. So, um, so so you got to this point. You saw this woman, and you thought, this, you know, um, I need to help her. But then, what led you to start your business after you saw that woman? So you starting, I heart me. Yeah. So I heard me started from the outside. So um, to teach girls confidence through caring for themselves, you just mentioned it. When I go for manicure, I automatically feel better. Um, when I do my makeup, you know, I feel a little bit. There's something that makes me feel a little bit more me, um, and I'm prettier, better, um, whatever the reason might be. When I do my hair against when I just pull my hair back. Um, so it was just helping them to feel more confident within themselves by caring for themselves on the exterior. Um, I then progressed into knowing that there was something deeper. So um, I stumbled across RTT, Rapid Transformation Therapy. In my own journey, it wasn't meant to be part of the business. It was just my own journey because I knew that there was broken pieces within me. Right, okay. And um, searching for those pieces um, and healing them. I call it emotional kintsugi. Emotional what, sorry? 
emotional kintsugi. Okay, what's yeah. kintsugi? Kintsugi is so beautiful. Okay. It's, uh, it's a Japanese art of fixing something. Oh, yeah, the so, gold thing. Yeah, exactly. Yes, okay. So the porcelain is the porcelain. It breaks and then they put gold in. Yeah. So when you are healed, you're more valuable. Yeah. So I uh, put a bit of a gold between those emotions. So can I ask what happened to you, if it's not too personal, that led you to realise that you needed the help yourself? Um, well, it can be personal or not, but it is the truth. I, it was a misunderstanding. When I grew up, we all perceive things and because we don't have that logic, when we grow up, because of brain development, I couldn't make out what I needed to make out. So maybe I said, oh, I didn't receive love the way that I needed to. Or maybe it was what happened to me that I wasn't um, good enough or I was different or whatever it was that came about for me um, didn't make me feel 100% myself. I wasn't happy within. I showed happy. That's the difference between self-esteem and confidence. I showed happy. So everybody said, like, well, I'm happy, you know. But once um, once I really connected with what really went on inside, I said I wasn't happy and I needed to kintsugi. <laughs> ah, nice. Okay. And um, so you started your business and you've been helping people with negative emotions, but what negative emotions do you see with clients? I mean, you've seen it with yourself, but what negative emotions do you see within your own clients as well? The biggest one is not feeling good enough. And good enough in what? It doesn't matter. I don't feel good enough in myself. I don't feel good enough in my job. I don't feel good enough with even my pets. I don't feel good enough to be here. And it all comes into that. So it might be because I felt indifferent or it might be that I felt um, it's all the words that we give ourselves, you know. Um, the beliefs that we imprint in ourselves. So the main one is that, and then judgment. Judgment is a big one. We self-judge, we judge others, we judge situations. And that judgment kind of brings the feelings and emotions to us that essentially then boils down to this major, major not being good enough in ourselves. And how do clients reach out to you? What's their breaking point to get them to this point to say, okay, I'm feeling too negative, I need to contact you? Because, I mean, I'm, I, I have depression, I'm on happy pills, as I call them. Um, I sometimes have negative emotions, but I don't know if mine are that much to think, okay, I need to contact you. So what, what point do the clients get to you? I think it's when there's a breaking point. When there's a point where they go like, I can't go on like that anymore. It was a point for me as well. It's either now this or discontinue. So, um, and if you're brave enough to continue with saying there's, there's other types of help, um, uh, we can go for our weekly meetings, we can go and take the medicine, they all help, but there is an underlying reason why we struggle with like depression, anxiety, any of these symptoms that comes about. Um, yet again, going back to a two-year-old, you you can ask the two-year-old, are you depressed? Are they just happy? You know, um, do you have anxiety? Mm. They're all inborn into us, instilled into us of how we perceived our surroundings growing up. And the first six years is the most vital years of what we soak in. We, we sponge in everything. And then we live that truth, what we made up for ourselves. And then it starts developing. And then if, eventually become something serious. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
And what is RTT? You've talked about that. Yeah. Um, RTT is Rapid Transformation Therapy. It is a therapy that has been formed by Marisa Pierre, uh, world-renowned, uh, amazing, lovely, and beautiful. Um, basically, what RTT does is it works with clinical hypnosis to get into the subconscious mind. So I use the, the metaphor that it's only like a key. The hypnosis is like a key. We are in hypnosis state twice a day before you go to sleep and just before you wake up. You're in that state of hypnosis, yeah. Or sometimes we daydream. You go off and somebody says, hello, <laughs> and you're there again, you know. Um, so it's just basically getting into your subconscious mind, that 95% of your mind that drives you to go and see what it is. And then we use different types of tools that has been combined, something from CBT, NLP, psychotherapy, um, psychology, um, to understand the root of those emotions and then give it a different perception. And, um, and what do you mean by give it a different perception? Um, often it happens that you saw it not the wrong way. You saw it differently from what it really was. And when you look at it from your adult perspective, you go like, which includes logic. You go like, okay, well then that was silly. Like social anxiety. I had a client and social anxiety and we had a session and um, afterwards she said, well, that was just stupid. That was just silly. That was silly of me to have that conclusion on it. But because she was so young, she, she didn't know what she knew or didn't know. And that influenced her to develop this anxiety around the social event. Right. Okay. And it was as easy as that. So it's just that easy that you just go in and say, no, you don't explain. I, I yeah. think I need a bit more could, information. It's, of course, yeah. yeah, of course. It can be that easy. It yeah. can be that easy as going there, looking at the situation and seeing that that was what you made your mind up wasn't relevant. Right. Okay. It was a misunderstanding sometimes, uh, often more than not, is a misunderstanding. In a your misperception. brain. Yeah. Okay. Misperception. Um, and then to repetitively tell yourself the different story. Right. Like there's two ways that we learn something. It's either by a massive emotional impact, like let's say an accident. Right. Then I'm scared of driving. Or it can be by repetition. The mind loves to learn by repetition. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a shock, a happy, like I would remember everything about my wedding day or the birth of my child or when I uh, lost a cat, you know, or um, like any situation where there's a massive emotional impact or then repetitively learning your, you, a certain thing like exams or um, telling yourself constantly. I remember when I was, um, once I, I, I ride home from school and I never knew what I said to myself then, but I said to myself constantly, I was so tired. I went like this two shall pass, this two shall pass, this two shall pass. And ever since then, it kind of helped me in a situation where I was like tired and I wasn't in the mood for it. Subconsciously, I said to myself, but th this too shall pass. Right. Okay. Unfortunately, this too shall pass means the good things as well, which we know when we go on holidays. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, pass. no, I know. It is, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you go to a nice place and you're like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah, no. It's shorter, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you love it so much. But then I'm always happy to go home and go back to my. My lovely bed and my cats. Yeah. I know. 
I know. So right? there is that as well. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you also work with teenagers now. Teenagers are, you know, they have a lot of negative emotions. They're very, their brains are not mature enough, I guess, in a way. And how do you help them with dealing with their negative emotions? Because their parents can't, you know. Yeah, well, if we are a parent and we have our broken pieces, we raise our kids with those broken pieces. So it kind of gets passed down or we we kind of break. It sounds harsh, but it does. It is that. If I don't have patience, I wouldn't be able to use patience. Um, I have it, but I don't know I have it. We do have patience within. Um, so with the teenagers is for them to understand that they are not their emotions. They can they can use all the range of their feelings and emotions. Now, the way the difference between the two is that we have 34,000 feelings that we can feel. 34,000 feelings. Yeah, 34,000 feelings. It's quite a broad spectrum of feelings. Yeah. It's like English weather, isn't it? I heard. No, no, yeah. English weather is not as bad. Like, <laughs> so no. <much. laughs> No, it's mostly just drizzle all the time. Okay, so um, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, but 34th, really? Yeah, I had no third, idea. Yeah, yeah. We we don't know that we have those many that we can experience. These these are the, the smaller ones like irritation and frustration or maybe a little bit of, uh, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of, of wonder. These are all the, 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 range of the, the small ones, right. you know, and they funnel down into the major six Right. Emotions. So, what are those major six ones? Major six ones is angry, right? Sad, angry, sad, fear, fear, surprise, surprise. Okay, disgust, disgust, and happy. Okay, I was wondering when happy was going to come. Yeah. Right, so, so happy. Okay, yeah. So it's sort of like, um, what was that Disney movie? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Inside Out. Inside Out. There yes. we go. Yeah, that and that's pretty. exactly. I love that movie. So that was that six. No, that was. She was joy. Yeah, was there was joy. like four there. Four, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And I, yeah. Because it was joy, sad. Anger. Anger. And then fear was there because he's the tall, yeah, the skinny fear, one. Yeah, fear, yeah. yeah, he was fear. And then, yeah. Um, so you notice from those six, only two is the good ones. Yeah. The rest is, and why? Why is that? It's because we have to be, our brain is geared to be negativity biased because we are, meant for survival so we need to watch out for these things right so you make yourself aware of the bad ones right so when it comes to the teenagers or anybody else go like okay you see them acknowledge that negative feeling let's call it we can't say yes negative positive because a negative feeling can be positive as well and we say okay acknowledge it and give it give it its job but then move it over to somewhere else but how does it you said about the negative emotion can be positive. How can it negative emotion be positive? Because let's say I'm fearful. Um, I'm, af- I'm afraid of heights. Why are you afraid of heights? Because I, uh, and we only have two, uh, we, we only have two uh, fears that's born inside of us. Sorry. Yeah. The one is heights and loud noises. Uh-huh. The rest is developed. Right. right? So, high height if if it's too high and that's why babies go backwards downstairs because they test the stairs they first need to learn how to handle their bodies when it comes to to different heights and so 
we're not talking about skydiving and or parkour or no, anything. I'm never gonna, yeah, parkour I can do, but skydiving, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 none of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm safe. I'm safe. You see, we're safe on the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, rooted. It's more the rope thing. It's the rope thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bungee. Yeah, bungee jump. Oh. Yeah, and I've seen the videos. You know where people hit the ground. It's like oh like, no. Yeah, yeah. No. It's oh bad. gosh. No, no, thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so where it can be positive is to say like, oh, this is too high because I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you from going too far. But our soul self, our higher self, um, the 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 strongest part of us that resides also in our subconscious mind, which is part of all these feelings that does the work for you if you don't put that part of you dormant. Um, and that is, uh, some people call it the sage self. Um, she works against the saboteurs and the saboteurs works with the negative feelings in order to help to protect us. This was called the sage selves. The sage, yeah, there's a doctor, oh, um, he does positive um, intelligence. Um, can't remember his name now. Okay, all right. That's but he calls it the sage self. Now, we can call it anything. It's your true self. Right, okay. And that true self is is strong within you, but she gets or he gets placed on the sideline because of the saboteurs. And the wow. saboteurs gets born. There's nine of them. So, okay, so what are the nine saboteurs? <laughs> oh, it's like Stickler. It's like uh, um, uh, the victim, um, the avoider, the high achiever. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to remember Really? That there's all these? Oh, my God, there's so much stuff. I know, right? And this all comes from the inside. All comes from the inside. So if it's so messy on the inside, and all you need to do is you just need to infuse your higher self. And how do you infuse your higher self then? Allowing. Allowing how? Like, yeah, what do you mean by allowing? You know, I hear it and I, what do you mean by allowing? Yes, tell me. So I I'm so talk- very blunt today. I'm like, tell me. Tell <laughs> yeah, me everything. <laughs> there, there we go. I'm happy to tell you everything <laughs> because I have so much words to come out. Um, inviting. It's calling her to say, and she's coming to serve you. So we'll talk about she, right? And you may be a she and me as a she. So I'll call her. I'll say to her, I'm going into a difficult situation. Come and serve me. Speak for me or however. It, this sounds very woo-woo, but it works. Um, you might have been in a situation where it was really as, it's maybe like um, a stressful situation and you go like, I can't do this. I know I can do this. And you almost go like, Shalina, you can do this, right? Being your best parent, right? And then what happens? You, you go in and you do it and you outperform yourself. You activated her. You say to her, come, do this for me. And she's happy to play with you. She wants to expand. So she wants to go into very, very tricky situations. She wants to be um, tested. So this higher self, are you thinking of it as... A phenomenon or like God or how is it thought of? Um, almost like your, it's like a spiritual self. The way I normally, <clears throat> sorry, the way I normally explain it is that before you started, <laughs> um, the woo-woo part of all the conversations I have, before you started, the part that puts you on earth. Now we can go anyway. We can say this is God. This is the universe. This is, it doesn't matter. You're a higher entity decided that you need to come to earth. 
And he sat there, she sat there with a flame. That's you. That's Shalina. Shalina's ready to come to earth. And then Shalina's coming 100% to earth because there's no mistake in you. You are perfect. You are 100%. And then it's like, okay, we need to put her into something. And you get placed into this vessel, which is body. Now we do everything with body. Long hair, short hair, makeup, no makeup, dress up, dress down, eat more, eat less. It doesn't matter. Exercise. Body wants to feel certain things, but body is directed by mind and mind is directed by that flame. So that's why when you're on your strongest days, you can say, no, Shalina, you can do your best and you do your best. Your body just follows because it always goes a thought, a feeling and action. Action is the body. You won't act if there's no thought. But the feeling makes it, and that's why emotions are so important, is the feeling drives your, your action. So it can be where both us can be in the same situation, but I might be very stressed out and you were thinking it's time of your life. Let's go jump rope, right? So it's just sorting out your, like being emotionally intelligent with dealing with what's happening next or what's happening in your life. That's interesting. Um, so we were talking about teenagers before. So confidence is important to succeed in, in any age. Um, for parents listening, why is it crucial to support the confidence in children um, during their forming years and further as adults? Because, you know, we talked about ourselves and, you know, how I, our higher self, I can't talk about it, our higher self helping us. But, you know, how do we get them, the teenagers to feel more confident and for parents to help their kids to get more confident and feel that higher self as well mm. um through the span of your life the first six years is the most important developmental and to be a parent is really a releasing game it's really ultimately creating an adult isn't it um so the children rely on so much as uh, on uh, from their parents physically and emotionally. For the first part, it is really a physical development because the mind develops from the back forward. The prefrontal cortex, which takes up about the third of the mind, which stimulates emotions, by the way, working with the amygdala, big terms. Um, amygdala is the emotional center. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, I remember uh, this from biology. Oh, well, well. <laughs> I did biology, I love it. Oh, <laughs> it's wonderful how the body works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be messy as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we learn because it develops on back forward. We learn to first handle the body, and then comes the emotions. So emotions gets imprinted, and then after, like on the teenage phase, it is really to help them to understand the emotions. Now, the difference between confidence and self esteem in my world is self esteem is how I see myself. This is an inside job. Confidence is how I display myself to the world. That's the outside part. So I can be very confident, but inside I'm breaking apart. But if my inside is a strong one, naturally my confidence would show that as well. So the, so the teenagers still need the parent, even though they hunt independence. They, want, they have a strong will to, to move away, which is healthy because they know that they're going to leave parents behind and kind of go into the big adult world and have to do it by themselves. But they still need that confidence and that belief that the parents have in them. 
to hold on to until they release it themselves. Right. Teenagers okay. are like cats, by the way. <laughs> they come. <How> so? <laughs> Baby is like a puppy. They always want attention. They always want to be held. And teenagers like a cat. They stay in their place. They love sleeping a lot. And they come for affection when they're ready for it. And no, come to just, eat. That's when you see that's them. That's the best analogy. Actually, it's very true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like Persian cats, actually. They want to be loved. <laughs> My first cat was a Persian. So, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. They just want to be alone until they don't want to be alone. And then it's they'll come to you. Um, um, let's talk about social media because that's a big thing. And, I mean, I'm big on social media. Um, but my nephew is 13 now and he's on social media and it's a worry for the parents the grandparents and auntie shalina has to deal with it so um yeah what is the impact emotionally you know for their emotions and for their for everything like their feelings inside because social media is not great especially now yeah and is isn't it wonderful that there's good and bad in everything so internet is good because we can learn something, you know, we can post podcasts, you know, we can, we can expand from the internet. We don't have to have that range of books that they came and sold door by door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Britannica, well. that was, yeah. Yeah, we had that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were very, yeah, we were very smart with those books. And now <laughs> we're smart with the internet, so yes. it can give us that. Unfortunately, with teenagers, they don't have that logic to sort things out. They're very driven emotionally so the the dangers with uh, with social media and something that i teach my teens and those who come through my door as well is to keep it as an outside game whatever is said and whatever you see keep it on the outside don't let it in because once you let it in it's going to influence you so things that you see that's negative scroll past it because you need to change the algorithm that sends it to you because obviously you know as well is as you scroll and you stop and you watch and you stop and you watch it learns what you want to watch so if it's negative stuff you're going to get negative stuff you're going to become negative because that's how we learn repetitively seeing so it is to to constantly say to him if it makes your heart black scroll past it if it makes you feel a certain way scroll past it um, so you're sort of sorting out the algorithm in your own brain. That's it. Just like you would in, on TikTok. Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah, really tough algorithm. And it is. It's hard to see these videos, but once you scroll past and you said it's not part of me, scroll past it, it's not part of me, you teach yourself that you are more valuable to receive good stuff. Right. Okay. I think, I mean, that's great, but it's so difficult right now. I mean, what's happening in the world? I think even for adults, it's... It's really difficult right now to deal with all this negativity. Um, and what do you think, like, how do you deal with that? And how would you help clients with that? Because, I mean, just myself, I'm just screaming into the ether, you know, looking at the social media right now and what's going on in, you know, in Gaza. Um, so how would you help people dealing with that kind of, those kind of negative emotions? Because that's our reality right now, isn't it? Um. I don't want to say it's easy, but when it comes, if you want to make it easier for yourself, you say, okay, then it must be about control because we need to control something so that we can feel confident in it, isn't it? So the question that you ask yourself is, can I control this or can I not? You're in control of your own feelings. 
so you can control how you feel about it. If you have control, if there's something that you can contribute into it, then you can hand over those emotions if you're physically there to help. But then it's these two parts. It's the, again, the inside part where you say, I can only control how I feel about it. I feel sad. I feel sad. That's a, that's a lovely thing to give over to the situation is to say, I feel sad for the families. I feel sad for the children. I feel sad for the whole situation, but you're not in control of the situation. You're only controlling your feelings. And then it's a beautiful thing to give that feeling of sadness and empathy or maybe sympathy over to the situation. But then to co- if, if you can't control the situation, you can't make it your situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No. So you can contribute, let's say financially or sending over old clothes or however it, it happens. There you've given something and then you, you give yourself that recognition that you've done something now and that's the maximum you can do unless you want to go over and help. So, and more than that, I think it's, it's just influencing ourselves. If you, if you allow, we only, we allow ourselves to feel a certain way. And if you allow yourself for more to come, you know, then you're going to feel more. Yeah, that's so true. That's go true. watch baby kittens or puppies or somebody baking a cake or opening up stuff. That's a big thing as well. Like watching somebody open something. I know. But there's Unboxing. the ones with the, the man that opens up toys. Have you seen the toy? That There's the guy. He has this monotonous voice and he opens up boxes of toys. And my nephews, when they were kids, used to watch these YouTube videos over and over again. So they were watching one so much that my brother bought the toy. They never played with that toy. It just lied in the living room. And I laughed when I, I saw it. I was watching the video and my nephew, I saw it up there. And I went, my brother was like, what? And he went, yeah, we bought it because we thought they were really wanted it. No. No, they were just obsessed with the video of opening yeah. this box and listening to his monotonous yeah. voices. And probably associating also because the box came and they did exactly the same as this guy, probably also in their head rehearsing. Yeah. Felt great about it, but that's it. That's because it. the guy didn't play with it. No, Why no. He never plays with it. He just opens it. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's madness. It's like when they open up phones and I'm like, you just take it out, open it up. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. But anyway, on that note, on that happy note, I'm talking about toys. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find out more about you and to talk to you as well about you know, the help that they might need with their emotions? Yeah, of course. Um, my website. Uh, iheartme.ae which we will put on the the show notes as well thank you or they can reach me by email welcome because they're very welcome okay at iheartme.ae oh nice yeah so they can go on there I am on Instagram but everything will direct you from there Okay, so they can just get in touch it's the easiest thing to do it's just to know which control you have right and the control you have inside amazing it was so informative and fun to talk to you and to find out this stuff that I, I didn't even know there was how many how many emotions 300 we have six emotions six emotions. basic emotions the big ones yeah that drives us to our actions okay let's just we have 34,000 emotions 34,000 emotions uh, feelings sorry feelings sorry yeah, yeah. That's going to be in my head. Like yeah. that was a that's a shocker yeah I didn't they funnel down so the 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 feelings stack on each other to form the emotion and how do we, how do, how do we deal? I have another fun fact for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, how, what is the best way 
to deal with an emotion, but the negative ones, let's say the sadness and the anger and the fear and so forth. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. But I'm not a chocolate person. I know. I know. I get that reaction. My friend said um, she's going to take me off Facebook and I'm like, please, not Facebook. Any place, but not Facebook. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not friend for life anymore. Okay. But, um, okay, sorry, go on. Yes. Love. Oh, yeah. And interesting enough, love is not an emotion or a feeling. What is it then? A basic need. It's a survival need. It's your survival. It's your food for your emotions where, f- where food and water is the nutrition for the body. You need love. If you don't have love, you flatline. That's where all the ill, these symptoms are born because that's the moments you didn't feel love. And then your body suffered for it, right? And love is the basic, the most basic of, with, if you think about it, when you are so in love, when you hold your cat, do you feel frustrated? No. no when you, well. when you, when you are so in love with something, like I'm or in someone. love of this room, yeah. like look at this room, do you feel angry or any other emotion? No, you're but just at peace. Good, yeah, right? Yeah. You're at peace. And then patience come. So love kind of conquers all. Amazing. But it's the basic of basic of our survival. Food, water, love. Full stop. Who knew that? Like, you know, you, you hear it, but you think, so that actually that makes so much sense. Yeah. And how can you give love? Physically. Yeah, physically, emotionally. Which goes back to what we were talking at the beginning about the touch and everything. That's it. But there's three A's, how we charge our batteries. Appreciation, um, acknowledgement, and acceptance. If you, if you give through, and it's, it's easy, I acknowledge that I've done this and I did well for myself or for maybe for somebody else. And do it for your cat. Oh, I love you so much. And it's perfect, <laughs> yes. right? Acceptance. I accept you 100% because love needs to be unconditional. There's no condition to love. Love is just neutral. In It's not. It's on the cusp. It's nowhere. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's just enough. And then what is it? Acceptance, appreciation, and acknowledgement. Acknowledgement, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for that. That was an, a lovely ending. We get to love at the end. I love love. Yeah. <laughs> Love is like my favourite. I'm so passionate about it. No, no, no. It was lovely. Oh, thank you so much, Louisa. I really appreciate it. Oh, this was lovely. Thank you for having me, Shalina. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for listening and watching today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, press like, share it with your friends and family and stay tuned for next week's episode. Take care. Bye.